Okay. Everybody have? Shkarech to Yanni, taking care of the pages. I don't know if we'll finish this Torah. It's a remarkable Torah. We might have to do it. We might have to do part of it tonight, the next week. Parshas Yisro, page Reish Lamed Aleph. This Torah was given February 7th, 1942. February 7th, 1942. There's a part of it that we could skip because there's a certain diukim in the Gemara that at the end anyway comes all together back. We don't have to go to the diukim. But let's begin. Page Reish Lamed Aleph. Zorchus Yom and Shabbos so Hashem's Baruch is telling us to be Makadish Shabbos. And then the Apostle goes on, Al Hashem is Yom Shabbos, Vayikadshayu. And then it says that Hashem is Makadish Shabbos. So we have a mitzvah to be Makadish Shabbos. And then it says, Vayikadshayu. So Metchil, the Rebbe writes, Metchil Amar Kosov Shanachnu Nakadish Shabbos. The beginning, we're told that we have to be Makadish Shabbos. Messiah, Shashem Makadisha. And the Pasuk ends, so the Rebbe will only come back to that at the very end. So he says, It's a famous Gemara that Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu, I have a very valuable, a good, precious gift in my, in my treasury. Shabbos Shema, and it's called Shabbos. Bani Mevakesh Litna Yisrael, and I want to give this to Yisrael. Lech Vahidiyam, go and tell them. We don't find this by the mitzvahs. It doesn't say that Hashem has Tfilin Bebeis Gnozai. It doesn't say that I have, I have Yontiv Bebeis Gnozai. Just Shabbos. Shabbos. And Hashem tells my Shabbano, Lech Vahidiyam, I have this gift. Go and tell them. So we don't find this by other mitzvahs that Hashem says, I have a gift in my treasury. And we don't find that Hashem says, go and tell them about it. We have regular psukim, mitzvahs and so on, but not a special leich vahidiyah. Mikan Omer Rabbi Shimon Megamliel. From here Rabbi Shimon Megamliel learns, Hanais and Pas Latino, that if somebody wants to give a little present, something to eat, a little piece of bread to a little child to eat, Tzarech lahidiyah li'imoy. When you give a present, you tell, you tell the mother. You make sure to tell the mother. I, we have another source that seems to say that when you give a gift, you don't have to, you don't have to inform the person. Where do we see this? Hashem gave Moshe a gift the Karne or these rays of light that were coming from him. And, and uh, Moshe didn't know about this gift that was given to him. Hashem never told him. Hashem just gave him the gift and walked away. So it seems from one source that when you give a gift, when you give a gift, you have to, you have to let the person know. But we have, an, we have also, it seems to be that you don't. So Gemara answers, Loikasha. When don't you have to tell? When don't you have to tell the person about the gift? If it's a milsa if it's something which is self-evident, 
and it's going to become known. Everybody's going to know about it. So Moshe Rabbeinu did not have to be told about the Karnei Or because everybody started running for their lives. They were all afraid to look at his face. So it was obvious, and Moshe Rabbeinu found out about this. And Haba Milsa Delayavid Laglui. But when it comes to Shabbos, it's a Milsa Delayavid Laglui, because the Hashem says, Lech Vodi, I'm going to tell them. So it means it's something that they're not going to know about. That's what they have to be told. The Gemara asks, for Shabbos David Laglui. What does that mean? Shabbos, Shabbos is going to be known. Hashem is going to give the whole, is going to give the whole Bnei Yisrael on Har Sinai is going to give Shabbos. What do you mean? It's It's something which is not known? That they have to be told? So the Gemara answers, Matan Schara, Loi Avid So the Gemara answers, No, even though Shabbos is Avid in other words, Shabbos, they're going to know about, they're going to get Shabbos, the whole world's going to know about Shabbos. That they don't have to be told about because that's a milsa That's obvious. But there's the matzchar of Shabbos, the reward for Shabbos. They'll never, a Jew will never realize how gavaldic the reward is for Shabbos. Therefore, when Moshe was sent to Bnei Yisrael to say that I have a precious gift in my treasury, in my house, my place, lech voidim, go and tell them. It was not referring to Shabbos itself, which is self-evident, or is going to be self-evident. It's referring to the schar. Somehow, the schar of Shabbos. Which is a milsa de lavid legluye, which on its own would not—it is not self-evident. Wouldn't be known. Go and tell them. Go and tell them the schar of Shabbos, of this gift. Okay, let's skip. There's a diuk. There's some diuk in the Gemara, which are not laying yanenu, and we'll come back to it at the end. The, 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 we'll see how it all comes together. Turn the page. Vini yeshladai. But the diuk we, we have to focus on is regarding Shabbos, it says that Hashem has Shabbos, this gift, in my treasure, in my treasury, my treasure house. Regarding the Torah, the Gemara says in Shabbos, that the Torah is called Hashem is Chemda Gnuza. That which is chemda, which is very precious and valuable, gnuza that is hidden. But It doesn't say that it's hidden in Hashem's treasure house, in a place. It just says it's gnuza, it's hidden. So the Rebbe asks, of course, now in general, what does this mean? What is this treasure house of Hashem? Shabbos comes from this treasure house, from base Gnozov. Torah is a chemda Gnozov, but doesn't come from a base Gnozov. What's the chilk? So the Rebbe says, Mahu Indian base Gnozov, the essence of what that is, Einon Masigim. Look, we don't know exactly, we don't know what that is, what that means, base Gnozov. Einon Masigim. But according to our effort, by, with our small mind to try to understand this, when we're speaking about, whenever we speak about something that's that's hidden in a base geniza, it's something that is royalonu that we could use. It's 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 good for us, and we could use it. 
and, and, and we're worthy of it. And it's according to the matzav that we're in. However, since it is in a, in a, it is hidden in a, in a base, in base gnozav in this treasure house, so we can't see it. Like any house that is hiding whatever is found inside. So as far as Shabbos is concerned, the Rebbe explains. Shabbos is hidden by base gnozov. It's something that is for us. It's made for us. We just can't see it. It's by base gnozov. It's it's in his it's Hashem's treasure house. Now the Torah is called chemda gnozov, not by base gnozov, the hidden treasure. Not by base gnozov, mashma. The Rebbe says means something else. It means you could be staring at it your, with your eyes. You could be looking at it with your eyes. It's, it's, it's just hidden. You don't see what it really is. It's not that it's in a base gnozev. You have to put it away someplace. It means it could be staring at you in the eyes. It could be right in front of you. But you don't get it. In other words, be'etzem it's gonus. Uh, for instance, if, if if we take out the Kisvehari and we start reading, we start reading from the Kisvehari, whatever from Lukutei Torah, from from the Shara Gilgulim, we start to read from the Kisvehari. It's not hidden. You could buy it in the farm store. You could uh, you could probably Google it, and you press a button and you print out and you put it on your printer. And you read the words, it's totally open that you could read with your eyes. The problem is, it's completely hidden. Well, what does it mean? I don't understand it. So, chemda gnuza means something which is be'etzem, it's gnuz, not because it's, not because it's something which is put away or hidden in a safe or in a house, in, in base gnuza. No. It's something which is be'etzem, Gonus, it's hidden. Even if even if you don't put it away, again you could put the you could put the the, the kisveri, or you could put the rashash on the table, and, and you look at it, and it doesn't it doesn't make a difference that you could see it. Why is the Torah called chemda gnuza? I we learn Torah all the time. That's our whole life. Why is Torah called chemda gnuza? Because this is what the Malachim are timing. The Malachim is saying that you're giving the Torah to them, to human beings. The Torah is a chemda gnuza. They're never going to get it. As much as they read it, as much as they learn it, as much as they think they get it, and they make translations and perushim and all kinds of pshatlach, it's, it's something which is a chemda gnuza here in Shemayim. Not because of location, but because of depth. Because be'etzim is something which is hidden. You could put out, but it doesn't make a difference. They're not going to get it. So you're giving, you're giving the Chemda Gnuz, you're giving the Torah to human beings. They're not going to get it. They're not going to get it. It's not for them. They have no shaykhs to it. And that was the Ikatayn of the Malachim. Chemda Gnuz. 
not a base geniza. It's not something which they could use, but it's locked up. It's something that you, even if you give it to them, it's not going to make a difference. They'll never get it. The Malachim are talking from their perspective of the Sharish of Torah and Shemaim, right? And they're saying that, that they're never going to get it. Shatar of Fainana Bemarum, the Malachim live with the Torah in its state above, in its complete Ruchnistic state. So the Malachim is saying, we don't get it. And we live here. We live in Shemaim. This is our place. We're Shemaim Dika creatures. We're Ruchnis Dika beings. And it's a Chemda Genuza. We don't even get it. Now you're going to go give it to, to Bos of Adam, to human beings? We don't get it. It adds them to something which a human being... A malach, a human being can't get. It's chem de gnuza, it's Hashem's inyan. Vamakadish Baruchu. So Hashem says to Maisha Rabbeinu, the Gemara tells us, Hachzil hem tshuva. Answer the malachim. Answer the angels. Says the Gemara, that Maisha Rabbeinu was frightened that they're going to burn him up, they're going to kill him. Uchshin Yisyari mehevel piyam. He was afraid that he was going to get burnt by them. Amalai, Hashem told Maishu Rabbeinu, Achayiz b'kisei kovet shali, v'achzal en shuva. Hold on to the kisei kovet and answer them, which Maishu Rabbeinu did. Maishu Rabbeinu did. Grabbed on to the kisei kovet and he told Malachim, the answer, do you have, do you have Yetzirah, do you have this, Torah is for us. That was the answer. But he's holding on to, Hashem tells him to hold on to the kisei kovet. So the Rebbe writes, Really the answer is that a human being, a Jew, is able to hold on to the Kisei HaKavit and an angel can't. That's the answer. A Jew is able to hold on to the Kisei HaKavit. Hashem says to the Malachim, Moshe Ben is saying through Hashem to the Malachim, you look at Jews down in the physical world and you look down on them. They're, they're, they're physical, low creatures. Remember in the Gemara, the Malachim used an expression, a derogatory expression, which means born of a, of a woman. Like, you know, it's a way of a put-down. That's who you can give the Torah to? A Yeloit Isha? So it's like that whole process that happened, a disgusting thing, uh, came into the world in such a disgusting way. And that's what you're going to give the Torah to, to, human, to, to Jews, to human beings. That Jew that the Malachim are looking down upon is Ochus is holding on to the Kisei Kovid, which is higher than the Malachim. Because the Kisei Kovid... The Rabbi explains, Ki malachim The Malachim come from the world that's called Olam HaYetzira. Remember, there's Atzilus, Bria, Yetzira, and Asiya. What that is, what there is not important for now. But the Malachim come from the world that's called Yetzira. The Kisya covered with Bria. The Kisya covered where Nishmas Yisrael comes from, where we come from. The Nishama of a Jew comes from the Kisya covered. Kisya covered is in the world of Bria, which is higher than where the Malachim come from, which is Yetzira. Hainu, 
שגם איש הישראלי. This is to tell the Malachim, you're, you're complaining that, that, a, that a human being, a Jew, can never get what the Torah is. So Hashem is saying to the Malachim, your problem is that you don't get what a Jew is. You have no musag of what a Jew is. You don't understand what a Jew is. That a Jew is like the Torah. He comes from the same, he comes from the same place. It's a shidduch. A Jew is also a chemda gnuza. Shenimtza b'fnei kulam ve'ein mesigim. So a Jew is in the, in the world, and, and you can look at this Jew and stare at this Jew, and you think that he's this, you think that he's that, you think he's a nobody. It's only because you don't get him. He doesn't understand himself. Because the source of where a Jew comes from, what a Jew really is, is the kisya kavod. The light is very exalted. So the angels, you could look at, you could look at a Jew, a vain masigam or so, but you don't understand them. And the person himself doesn't get himself. That's why we do all kinds of crazy things. We don't get it. We don't get it. We don't understand ourselves. Moshe was afraid of the Malachim. He didn't know that he's higher than they are. They have to be afraid of him, not the other way. Now the Rebbe, of course, puts in his stuff to our enemies. And he says, The Goyim, look at a Jew. And a Jew is, dis- is disgusting and, and low in the eyes of, in the, eyes of the Goyim. Because no, no guy could possibly understand what a Jew is. A Jew is a gnuza. Makes no difference that the whole world could see him. Makes no difference that the Jew sees himself. He doesn't understand. Because he's a chemda gnuza, which means bad son. Impossible to understand. Impossible to fathom. Beloy bayis gonuz. It doesn't have to be locked up in some kind of a treasury. You could take, like the Torah, totally open, read it. You don't really get it. You don't get the depth of what it is. You could see this Jew, you're looking at him, you don't really, you don't really understand what he is. You don't really understand. You think you understand what he is. You don't really understand. Because there are some things like the Torah and a Jew that are so high, come from such a place that they don't have to be locked up in a safe to be hidden. You look at it and it's hidden. It's still hidden. Even though you're staring at it, it's still hidden. The Jew who comes from Kisya Kavit, he is worthy of receiving the Chemda Gnuza because it's a Shidduch. Because the Torah is a Chemda Gnuza and the Jew is a Chemda Gnuza. You following? He says here, this is an astonishing thing. A Jew is a chemda gnuza. It's hidden. The etzim is hidden. To say a pshat and what a yid is, we can't say a pshat and what a yid. We could, we could try to understand the Jew on the level of pshat and remez and Jewish, but to sow the secret of what a Jew is? Don't understand. 
So now, let's go back to Shabbos. So Shabbos is a matana toiva base gnozai. Right? So the Rebbe explains. Well, Shabbos, all my Hashem, matana toiva, yeshli bebeis gnozai, Shabbos shma. I have this precious gift, bebeis gnozai, my treasury, treasure house, whatever. And it's called Shabbos, when you evakish litten the Yisrael, and I want to give it to the Jews. Lech vahidiyam, go tell them. And the maskon of the Gemara is, it's not talking about Shabbos itself, it's talking about Amat and Sechara, the reward of Shabbos, which is not a Milsadach, which you wouldn't know. That, go and tell them. The reward that a Jew gets for, for keeping Shabbos. That's Amat Tanatayv. Go tell them. So, what did Moshe Benu tell us? Shabbos, Shabbos is... Going to be famous for that. That wasn't. The, that's not the big announcement. So what? What did Moshe Rabbeinu tell us? Leich vahidiam. Halo kolono bruch Hashem Yehudim. All of us are Jews. Lo kolono di Hashem, and Hashem told Shabbos to all of us. He he, he told us Shabbos. He gave us Shabbos. Now if Hashem revealed to us. He sent Moshe Benet to tell us the Matan Schar, it means that we know it. Because we were told. The Gemara learns this out from the Pazik. Ladas. In other words, we know the Matan Schar of Shabbos. Ladas, Kani Hashem Makdishcha. What is that? What do we know about? What, what do we know about the Schar of Shabbos? What were we told? What was revealed to us? What was made known to us regarding the gift of the schar of a Jew who keeps Shabbos? So he says something hard. Ki'isa betanya. says in Tanya, ha'chilik ben hashra l'schar. The Alter explains the difference between hashra, it's usually translated as divine inspiration, Hashra from above, l'schar, and reward. Shashra he or godel. Hashra is a tremendous light. Hashra el isha Yisraeli that descends upon, makes contact with a Jew. Yoisimikvi hasagoso. That's the key. More than the Jew can possibly understand. Like a navi. What does it mean? This hashra sashkin about the navi. It's a hashra. But the Novi means that through his nevuah, something is revealed to him that with his own mind he couldn't possibly have, he couldn't possibly have understood. Right? That's what nevuah, he couldn't, he couldn't understand it. So the, there's a hashra, which is an orgadl that is upon a Jew, that's yoisemif kfi hasagosa, that transcends what he could intellectually make sense of. And the explains, and it's higher, it's a makif. It's higher than something that could really penetrate into his consciousness. It's something higher than that. Again, like the nevuah that the Navi has, it's, it's higher than himself. It doesn't penetrate into him. Because in order to penetrate into you, you need to get it. You need to understand it. Right? You need, you need to be able to, to put your brain around it. When there's a hashra from Hashem, Whatever, Shechina, Shura, whenever there's a Nevoah, Ruach HaKadosh, 
It just it happens, but it's not something that you can intellectually make sense of. Now, that's not the case when it comes to reward. In order for something to be an award, something to be a schar, a reward, a schar, not a word, a reward, to be schar, of course it depends upon the person being able to appreciate it and to use it and to understand it. Or else what kind of schar is it? Imagine you have a little kid and you tell him if you do your homework today, Yankee, I'm going to give you a big prize. And he's all excited and he does his homework. And you, and you give him like, uh, you, you, you give him advice, uh, you know, you give him, you give him Shakespeare's uh, sonnets or something. So, okay, you met Mamish, you, you, you babbled the kid, you, it wasn't nice to the kid. You told the kid, I'm giving you a prize if you do your homework. So the kid understands that a prize means the fee his matzah, the fee what he understands. Instead, you give him some, some sonnets from Shakespeare, the kid looks at this and says, what is this? That's your prize. He says, I thought I'm getting that like a whistle or a harmonica. So the father says, what are you talking about? These are, that's an Irish guy. These are, these are Shakespeare's sonnets. So this is, the whole world is sugar for Shakespeare. I gave you, Mamish, a beautiful thing, a collection of Shakespeare's sonnets. And the kid takes it, he throws it into the garbage. Says, what do I have with Shakespeare? I never heard of him. I don't care about him. So when you give, when you give schar to someone, of course it means that it has to be something Right? Something that he could use. When I was dating my wife, we were, we were coming to Chas and so I used to buy a svarim that she, that she didn't understand. Because I was already expect, hoping that we'd get married, and I thought I would like to have these in my collection. So I got all the stuff that she could use. It wasn't only svarim, but I also got it. So she was, oh, this is fantastic. I always wanted a shari oira, you know. <laughs> Such a, what other girl gets a shari oira? I'm such a lucky girl. My wife can tell you funny stories about the presents. Just what I always wanted. You know, then at some point later on, you buy a blender, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's something. Oh, come on, now we're talking, a blender. You can use this, you know? So, a schar, when you give a present, when you give a present, you give a schar present, it means something that the person understands and the person can use. Otherwise, what's, the, what's a schar? That's not a schar. It's according to the person. So now it means, listen, it means Shabbos is something that we have a shaykhis to, the base knazo. Hashem says, but the schar of Shabbos, go and tell them. They, I want them to understand the schar of Shabbos, because schar is something they should understand. So the Rebbe explains as follows. We learned before that, that since a Jew himself is a chemdegnuza, is a hidden treasure, is, is beyond his own understanding, therefore he can get the Torah Because of its great light. Because Jews are also with light and not understood. 
But there are different ways to get the Torah. There's the parish of Kabbalah's Torah. You see, we don't understand who we are. And then Hashem can give us the Torah that we also don't understand. Like, so, how does that help us? If, if we receive the Torah in a way that's a way of Hashra, of some, some great, unbelievable light, but we don't really grasp it, it's beyond us. So, he says, It will remain as Hashra, which the truth is, as much as we understand of the Torah, consciously, there's much, much more that we don't understand. The Mashiach will come, and Mitzvah will be to understand, but we don't understand. So, the, since we don't understand ourselves, the Chemdeg news of who we are, and we don't understand the Torah, we understand the Torah, like Mashiach has said, that we're human beings, therefore, don't steal, respect your parents. We understand on some level, but the essence is a Hashra. We don't get it. Mashiach and or HaShabbos. Now, or HaShabbos, Hashem says, go and tell them. Meaning, it's a present. They have a shachis to it. Go and tell them. I don't want it to remain something. Hashem says, it's not something that, this is a, a, a present. A present, you go and you tell. Because it has to have a shachis. They have to understand. HaShabbos, Yilifarachi, Yisraeli, Kenis, Beis Gnozai. It's not be'etzem gonus, it's be'beis gnozai. L'chein a'yideh ha'shabes, tzimtzem ha'shem is chelak ha'tayra, sh'olar b'etzem l'tzamtzem b'shvilam. So the Rebbe says an, an amazing thing, that through Shabbos, through Shabbos, which Hashem gave the Torah on Shabbos, through Shabbos, Hashem was metzamtzem, constricted. Gam is chelak ha'tayra, sh'olar b'etzem l'tzamtzem b'shvilam, that the Torah should be something that we could be able to understand. It comes in the package of Shabbos, that aspect of Torah that we could understand. So through Shabbos, Torah is able, Yiddishkeit is able to penetrate into the essence of Israel. It's a matan, it's a gift. Shabbos. Yes, the first, Bebez Gnozai, local Torah Now, of course, as I said a minute ago, we don't understand the whole Torah. B'marim, the Torah that hasn't been revealed to us. We don't understand it. Even Moshe Bennett didn't understand it. Even Moshe Bennett couldn't understand that. Not Rabbi Shimon, not the Arizal, not the Baal Shem Tov, Couldn't understand. It's a Torah that's balanced. But there's a chalik of Torah, a big chunk of Torah, that comes wrapped in the gift wrap of Shabbos that was given to us, and Hashem says, go tell them. So a transfer was made of the Torah from Chem de Gnuza, which is unknowable, to Beis Gnozai, which is knowable, to the house. Which you got to try to get into, you have the Vashayichas to, but you can get it. So now we're not talking about some high divine inspiration which we don't understand, it's just beyond us. We're talking about something that Jews can comprehend and can connect to. It's Peteris Matan Schar. 
as I said a minute ago, the Bishab is not entirely Yisrael. Everybody agrees that we receive the Torah on Shabbos. The reason the Torah is given on Shabbos is because Shabbos is the Bechina of what? Go tell them. And if not for Shabbos, the Torah would have been forever something which we couldn't bring into, the, into our kishkas, into us, Be'emes. It would remain as Ashur beyond us, like, like a Nevur, like a Ruach HaKadosh, but not something that we could sit and argue about in the base matters. Since Torah was given Shabbos, so the Torah came with Torah's Kabbalah which is Shabbos, so all the Torah that we know, the Rebbe is saying, all the Torah that a Jew can comprehend comes through Shabbos, Schar Shabbos, Lech Go and tell them. The Medrash says that the Torah that we have is something which has been is dripping. It's like the drops that come from a much higher Torah. We just have the drops. What we have here is just... It's called, the Medrash used the Lashon, Noivlus Chach Mishal Maila. Noivlus is like an unripe fruit. What we have is, is, is unfinished, it's, un, it's unripe. It means, can you imagine all the Torah that we have, with all the tzaddikim, the kubalim, and everything, is still Noivlus Chachma, of the Chachma that's in Shemayim. Shemayim the Torah. HaChachma Shemayim the Bashra, Vanoivlus Nosan Lehem Lech Vahidiyam, so the, the drops, the unripe fruit, so to speak, the, that comes from Torah, that we did receive. Not like the etzim of Torah itself, which is in Shemayim, but we did receive. And regarding that, it says, Lech go and tell them. Why Davka was the Torah given on Shabbos? Ain't Hasaga, we don't, we can't fully understand this. I will feed me to go saying, but according to what we learned just now, Evsham Shabbos, who bino Malchus, or Malchus who Knesses Yisrael, or Hamid Stamp, same her oil, look all Ish Yisrael, if he ercho. Shabbos is Malchus, Shabbos is Knesses Yisrael, Shabbos is Bebez Gnozai, which means something that we can relate to, it's who we are, and therefore, Mitzstamp, same her oil, look all Ish Yisrael, any Torah that a Jew is able to understand. Any, any Torah that is able to resonate with a Jew, that he's able to comprehend, is, a, is those drops of Torah that he's able to connect to, <clears throat> it's through Shabbos, it's because of Shabbos. Because Shabbos is Malchus, which is Knesset Yisrael, and therefore, the Torah on its own in Shemaim, we don't understand. Hashem, through Shabbos, unleashed into our lives, released into our lives, those drippings of Torah from the highest place. And Hashem said, go and tell them. It's the Matan Shachar of Shabbos. The Matan Shachar of Shabbos, you now understand, is Torah. Each person can understand on his level. So the Medrash says that during the six days of the week, well, everything was created. What was missing? Menucha, rest. But Shabbos, what Menucha? Shabbos came Menucha. Pirsh Rashi. Mahi Menucha, a Marshal Hadam. And what is Menucha in our lives? What does that mean? It means 
Hashovas Hanefesh El Kirbo. It means when the soul of a person is restored to him. Imkain, he pu'ulo b'soichat. It's a process taking place within himself. So during the six days of creation, all the Kedusha during the six days of the week of creation, during the six days, all of that was something which was beyond men. It was higher than Adam. It was beyond. It was Bahashra. Or B'Shabbos, who B'Soycha Adam. Shabbos is which is Matzchar. Shabbos is Lech Vahidiyam. Shabbos is B'Soycha Adam. That's what it means. Bo Shabbos Bo Menucha. Menucha means when you when you come back to yourself. A restoration of the soul. So until Shabbos, the soul is beyond oneself. On Shabbos, it's restored to oneself. You can connect to it. And since the Torah was given on Shabbos, a Jew can have, once the Torah was already given on Shabbos, now even during the six days of the week, a Jew can have a shaykhis to to Torah. It all depends upon how much you draw Shabbos into the week, how you connected you are to Shabbos during the week. In, in, by Ko'ech Hatzel me'achre l'fresh from the Shabbos, levilti tiasogim hem shishiyom. We ask Hashem, please don't let Shabbos be closed to us during the six days of the week. Allow Shabbos to be open to us during the six days. Levilti tiasogim hem. Don't close it. We want it to be open that we could still have a shaykhist to Shabbos during the six days of the week, because if not for that, what shaykhist do we have to Torah? So Torah nitna b'Shabbos doesn't just mean a day of the week. It means the Torah was given in Shabbos. It was wrapped in Shabbos. It's the Matan Schar of Shabbos. Vihinia al Bechinas Hatarish Mesigam Yemenip Shad Remesh Drush, the Gamsod. Now, the Torah that we understand, according to the four levels of our understanding, which is Pardes, Pshat, Remesh Drush, and Sod, Kalach Lefisichel, each person according to his level of understanding. Al Zelo Hayatzach, Gadjabarok, Lemelech Vadiyam. What a human mind can understand, what a Jewish mind can understand, for that, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't have to be told, go and explain to them, go teach them. That we can understand. Hashem gave the Torah to Moshe Rabbeinu to tell us. That's next week's parasha. It should be a shulchan arach to us. It should be clear to us. So what does it mean, It's not talking about pshat, remez, jusasot, all the Torah that we learn. Means that a Jew has the ability to connect to some Torah, to have a, a, a hergish of Torah that's beyond his seichel, that's beyond what the mind what the mind can comprehend. He's able to have a shaykhist to that Torah, to the chemda gnuza. That's the lech vahidiyam. Because the Torah, the Torah that we can understand in Pshat and Ramaz and Jerusalem and Sod, that the human mind can understand. You have a brain, you can understand it. On your level, on everybody's level, you can understand. Pshat, Ramaz, Jerusalem and Sod. But the Hashra, which means a Ruha Kardish, a certain hergis that a Jew has of Emunah, of the Rabbani Shalom, which is higher than Pshat, Ramaz, Jerusalem and Sod, it's higher than the intellect. That also, that comes to us, that's, the, that's part of the Matan Sechar, Lech Therefore, every single Jew, no matter what he's going through in life, at times he feels suddenly 
Ahesoimimus. He feels suddenly like higher than the world. It doesn't make sense to him. He feels a Ahesoimimus. In base at Tfilah, sometimes Bedavining, or Bishabas Yom Toivim, Bechelifam Bishazman Amiraimim, other times. Shabbisaychel and Yadem, Malayata, that his mind doesn't understand. Mike, what, what's going on? Like, what's happening? Why should I feel this way? And it's us of him to start trying to figure this out because he can't figure it out. Because it's Chem de Gnuza time. He can't figure it out. It's a taste of the Makar of Torah. It's a taste of the Makar of the Jewish Neshama. It's a taste of the Kisa Kavit. It's Chem de Gnuza. You can't figure it out. What, what was that? Because to try to figure it out logically is going to mess up the Hizraimus. But he feels it. He feels it. Doesn't know why. Can't explain it. It's also to try to explain it. It just is. comes from that higher, that higher etzim of Chem El because Hashem told me she made a lech It's not the pshat of Torah; it's lech vahidiyam, that higher Torah. Lahem laatz musa. Loy bezmanim shel tzorim muslavad. And not only at great times like a Shabbos or you're marrying off a kid or something. Not only at times of tzorimus. Ragzoyes tichem adash av shemidas a guy veroma oid. A Jew has to know that even though, of course, Gaiva is terrible, Hashem doesn't want to be with a Gaiva. Still, it doesn't mean that God, this connected to what we learned from Abnasim last night, still, it doesn't mean that Chas Hashem, a Jew, should look at himself as being empty and being worthless. Because a Jew, even if, no matter what he's going through, if a Jew sees himself as being empty and, and, and disgusting, and he'll act like somebody who's empty and disgusting. If, if he looks at himself as being empty, he'll act like an empty person. A Jew has to think of himself as a Yisrael. A Yid. It comes from a place... He can feel this pride even though he's done all kinds of crazy things. He can feel this from time to time. That truth of who he really is that comes from that Matan Schar, from Lech Vahidiyam, from Shabbos, from Torah. Even though in his own eyes he's low. He always sees his faults. He always sees what's wrong with himself. He's able to feel sometimes that he's Yisrael. Not only is he a Jew, he's a Chesidish Yid. That the heart is lifted up in pride. That's not going to make you to Balgai with this, this realization. It makes you more humble. You'll, you'll realize that you, for such a person like yourself, it doesn't, it's not becoming to do affairs. The person who looks at himself as being empty and disgusting. He thinks, I shouldn't do only or like the big three or the most disgusting affairs. But, but other affairs, for a person like me, it's a nice match. It's a good fit. 
So when a person looks, when a person like this looks at himself and he doesn't see that he has any disgusting affairs or the worst affairs he doesn't have, only other affairs, he already can become a Balgaiva. But a person who feels that he's a chassid and he's the Oved Hashem, any any little particle of ra, he sees as something which is not for him. It's bad. It's not for him. <laughs> he knows that such a refined and, and elevated person could, could, from a small affair, could be thrown into the lowest pit. It could mess him up t- t- completely. Like if you have the most beautiful uh, symphony, some great, great musicians are playing, then even if there's like one little thing that's off, the whole thing is crazy. It gets messed up. If a Jew would know who he is, that's the problem, the Chemda Gnuza. So we, so we sometimes taste of that Chemda Gnuza. And that doesn't make a person to a Balgaiva. That's what the Rebbe is explaining. His heart's always broken. That he's worried that, that maybe one of my strings broke, you know. Maybe something's off. Therefore, when Jews go through terrible tzaras, but there's something else that's terrible about when Jews go through suffering tzaras. The Nazis are degrading the Jews. The Nazis are making fun. The Nazis are, 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 are beating and kicking and spitting and killing and so on. So, the, so Jews begin to look at themselves as being as being themselves low people. He doesn't feel anymore that he's a Jew, what he is. Therefore, we have to strengthen ourselves. Even in our tzaras, we have to look at ourselves as a prince, as princes that are, that are captured, that are trapped, but not the way the Nazis look at us. Sha'af Shemuka, even though, even though the prince is, is injured, is wounded, he's a prince that's injured. Hashem Yerachim, take him and Hashem should take us out right away. Everybody knows that in Mitzrayim, Das was in a state of Golas. And Paro is the letters Orif, the back. Paro was now. Das, intelligence, needs to go through the, this is not the Rebbe, needs to go through the neck, and it goes into, into our hearts, into our limbs and organs, to be mispashed, to affect us, to change us. In Mitzrayim, Das was in Golas. Das, what we knew in our minds, was not able to change us, to affect us. It couldn't, Paro was Ha'orif, like a, a neck that was blocking like it was by Mitzrayim, was to take Yitzhak Mitzrayim to take Das out of Golas. Yes, sir, Shonky, let Ivy know I'll be there in two minutes. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's waiting for me. Yeah. Das. 
So all of this das when we left Mitzrayim, das and when Mashiach comes, it will be Umalar's Day Es Hashem. Day Es Hashem. Das. No, there's all that stuff that we couldn't understand, even about ourselves, about Torah. Umalar's Day Es Hashem. Das. B'chol ha-Yisurim, Hosbim Yisraim v'gam Aten, all the suffering that we had in Egypt, and the suffering that we're going through now. Avshem ha-Avim al-Hadas, even though it's making us lose our minds, the suffering. In the end, it's all for this tachlis. That Hashem is taking away from us human intellect, the limitations, thanks, the limitations of human understanding, that it's all being crushed and it's ending. We're getting ready to go into something higher, a higher way of understanding, a level of understanding beyond human comprehension. Because our das in this world, the Rabbi is saying is, all we see is pain and misery and suffering. Hashem is ending our das. There's going to be a new das. A das of Molar's Deus Hashem. Das of Mashiach. Das after the Holocaust. Das after history. Das where we're going to connect to the highest level of the Chem de Gnus of who we are. Le Kachel, to crush La Havio, Kedei, Shiuch Lachakach, Das, Elokim, Lesgala, Bepnimis, because Bepnimis, Kol Echad, Vechad, Vegam, Bechol Ha'ela. In order to make room for the new das, the old das is being crushed, is being broken. Zoch is Yom Shabbos Lekadsho. So Hashem gives a mitzvah to be Mekadish Shabbos. Alkein Berch Hashem is Yom Shabbos V'yekadshayu. And then it says Hashem is Mekadish Shabbos. Anachnu Nizka HaShabbos V'nekadshayu. Our job is to connect to Shabbos, to remember Shabbos, and to be Mekadish Shabbos. V'oz, and if we do that, then Hashem will reveal to us, V'oz neida Hashem Mekadshah that there's something much higher. It all comes from Hashem. It's beyond anything we could possibly do ourselves. I'm going to bring you to a das. That's higher than anything that you could understand intellectually. We should feel Hashem's Kedusha within us because that's through Shabbos, it becomes known to us. Because Shabbos, the Matan Schar of Shabbos is knowing Hashem. And through Shabbos, we will know Hashem. Our job is to make Kaddish Shabbos to the best of our abilities. And then HaKash Baruch Hu is going to, Ladas Kani Hashem Kaddishchem, is going to bring us to a new level of Das, where we're able to understand Him. We're able to understand Torah. We're able to understand the suffering that we've been through. We're able to understand clearly what everything means. And that Das will penetrate into the essence of who we are. Go